Mindfulness means maintaining a moment-by-moment awareness of our thoughts, feelings, bodily sensation, and surrounding environment through a gentle, nurturing lens. Mindfulness also involves acceptance, meaning we pay attention to our thoughts and feelings without judging them, without believing, for instance, that there's a right or wrong way to think or feel in a given moment. When we practice mindfulness, our thoughts tune into what we're sensing in the present moment rather than rehashing the past or imagining the future. Though it has its roots in Buddhist meditation, a secular practice of mindfulness has entered the American mainstream in recent years in part through the work of John Combat zinn and his Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction, also known as MBSR program, which he launched at the University of Massachusetts Medical School in 1979. Since then, thousands of studies have documented the physical and mental health benefits of mindfulness in general mbsr in particular inspiring countless programs to adapt the mbsr model for schools prisons hospitals veterans centers and beyond so why practice meditation what is the whole point behind it or even for that matter just removing meditation but just Exploring mindfulness. Studies have shown that practicing mindfulness, even for just a few weeks, can bring a variety of physical, psychological, and social benefits. And here are some of these benefits which extend across many different settings. Mindfulness is good for our bodies. A seminal study found that after just eight weeks of training, practicing mindfulness meditation boosts our immune system's ability to fight off illnesses. Practicing mindfulness may also improve sleep quality. Mindfulness is good for our minds. Several studies have found that mindfulness increases positive emotion while reducing negative emotions and stress. Indeed, at least one study suggests it may be as good as antidepressants in fighting depression and preventing relapse. Mindfulness changes our brains. Research has found that an increasing density of gray matter in brain regions linked to learning, memory, emotion regulation, and empathy. Mindfulness helps us focus. Studies suggest that mindfulness helps us tune out distractions and improves our memory, attention skills, and decision-making. Mindfulness fosters compassion and altruism. Research suggests mindfulness training makes us more likely to help someone in need and increase activity in neural networks involved in understanding the suffering of others and regulating emotions. Evidence suggests it might boost self-compassion as well. Mindfulness enhances relationships. Research suggests Mindfulness training makes couples more satisfied with a relationship, makes each partner feel more optimistic and relaxed, and makes them feel more accepted of and closer to one another. Mindful couples may also recover more quickly from conflict. Mindfulness makes us more resilient. Some evidence suggests that mindfulness training could help veterans facing post-traumatic stress disorder, police officers, women who suffer child abuse, 
and caregivers. Mindfulness can help combat bias. Even a brief mindfulness training can reduce our implicit bias and the bias language we use. One way this works, researchers have found, is by attenuating the cognitive bias that contribute to prejudice. Mindfulness is good for business. Mindfulness training could help make leaders more confident, improve creativity, reduce multitasking, and improve client satisfaction. Mindfulness may be beneficial to the teens. Practicing mindfulness can help teens reduce stress and depression and increase their self-compassion and happiness. Once teens arrive at college, it could also reduce their binge drinking. Mindfulness helps schools. There's scientific evidence that teaching mindfulness in the classroom reduces behavior problems, aggression, and depression among students and improves their happiness levels, self-regulation, and ability to pay attention. Teachers trained in mindfulness also show lower blood pressure, less negative emotion and symptoms of depression, less distress and urgency, greater compassion and empathy, and more effective teaching. Mindfulness helps healthcare professionals cope with stress, conflict with their patients, and improve their general quality of life. It also helps mental health professionals by reducing negative emotions and anxiety and increasing their positive emotions and feeling of self-compassion. Mindfulness helps prisons. Evidence suggests mindfulness reduces anger, hostility, and mood disturbances among prisoners by increasing their awareness of their thoughts and emotions, helping with their rehabilitation and reintegration. Mindfulness helps veterans. Studies suggest it can reduce the symptoms of PTSD in the aftermath of war. Mindfulness fights obesity. Practicing mindful eating encourages healthier eating habits, helps people who lose weight, and helps them savor the food they do eat. Pregnant women who practice mindful eating gain less weight during pregnancy and have healthier babies. Now that we're inspired by mindfulness, how do we cultivate it? How do we create mindfulness? John Kabat-Zinn emphasized that although mindfulness can be cultivated through formal meditation, that's not the only way to do it. He said, it's not really about sitting in the full lotus, like pretending you're a statue in a British museum. He says, it's about living your life as if it really mattered moment by moment by moment by moment. So here are a few key components of practicing mindfulness, which Kanbat Zen had others identify. Identify and pay close attention to your breathing, especially when you're feeling intense emotions. Notice, really notice what you're sensing in a given moment, the sights, sounds, and smells that ordinarily slip by without reaching your conscious awareness. Recognize your thoughts and emotions are fleeting and do not define you an insight which can free you from negative thought patterns. Tune into your body's physical sensations, from the water hitting your skin in the shower to the way your body rests in your office chair. Find micro moments of mindfulness throughout the day to reset your refocus 
and sense of purpose. To develop these skills in everyday life, you can try these exercises used by Combat Zen's MBSR program and elsewhere, such as, like I said before, mindful breathing, a common component of many forms of meditation, which involves bringing attention to the physical sensation of the breath as it flows in and out. Body scan, another common practice where you bring attention to different parts of your body in turn, from head to toe. The raisin exercise, where you slowly use all of your senses, one after another, to observe a raisin in great detail. From the way it feels in your hand, to the way it tastes, bursts in your tongue, this exercise is intended to help you focus on the present moment and can be tried with different foods. Walking meditation, where you focus on the movement of your body as you take step after step, your feet touching and leaving the ground. An everyday activity we usually take for granted. This exercise is often practiced walking back and forth along a path 10 paces long, though it can be practiced along most any path. Loving Kindness Meditation This involves extending feelings of compassion towards people, starting with yourself and then branching out to someone close to you, then to an acquaintance, then to someone giving you a hard time, then finally to all beings everywhere. When trying out these exercises, remember that different types of mindfulness practices have different benefits. It might take some experimentation to find the practice which is right for you. If you're interested in formal training, here are some successful programs for cultivating mindfulness which we've identified. John Combat Sims MBSR, or Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction Program, which students meet for two to three hours per week for eight weeks. Practicing at home between classes, it has helped tens of thousands of people build mindfulness. Mindfulness-Based Cognitive Therapy, or MBCT, adapts the MBSR model by John Combat Zim, specifically for people suffering from depression and chronic unhappiness. This was developed by Zindel Segal, Mark Williams, and John Teasdale. MBCT combines mindfulness practices with practices from cognitive therapy and has been backed up by a great deal of research. With all these resources available, I hope you take a moment out of your day or this moment right now and have a mindful experience. Thank you very much for listening to Inspiring on this lesson five, mindfulness. The next lesson, number six, is on bridging differences. Be kind to yourself and others and don't pollute.